Well, I know it's been over six weeks since I've been with uh, many of you here at St. Mary's. I feel like I need to reintroduce myself, but I'm not going to do that. Um, but it's really good to be back home um, with all of you. And so next weekend, what I plan to do is, at all the masses, give a, a bit of an update as to what I've been doing these last six weeks in terms of um, some study and some prayer. And I uh, want to share that with you because um, it's been a really exciting six weeks for me. And I want to take all the masses next weekend, give Father Vetter a much needed break uh, taking all the masses. So I'll do that next weekend. Um, a word of warning here this evening, though, this is the first homily I've given uh, since July 4th, and I'm a little rusty, all right? Um, I did have Mass every day while I was away in Detroit. Um, we had daily Mass every day, so don't worry. I was having Mass, uh, but we weren't preaching, so, um, so be patient with me here this weekend. I really appreciate that. Um, and then I'm giving this gospel, right, where Jesus is talking about division and setting things on fire. It's like, great, welcome back. Um, so let's dive into it. Jesus says his disciples... I've come to set the earth on fire and how I wish it were already blazing. What's this about? I thought Jesus was the Prince of Peace and now he's an arson, setting things on fire. Not just a little flame, but he wants them to be blazing. So what's he talking about here? First off, I want us to notice, Jesus says to his disciples. So what is the presupposition here? This is for those who are already following him. This is for those who are already in a relationship with him. This is for those who have left everything to follow him to say, you are the center of my life. So this might not be for all of us, but hopefully most. This is for those who are disciples that Jesus is speaking. And what he's saying is once you're in, once you're a disciple, once you're committed to following him, it brings about division, doesn't it? I trust many of you recognize that in your own family, in your own life. That once you've set your hand to the plow to be a disciple, division comes. That's what Jesus is getting at. Not that we want that, but it's a fruit, a result, if you will, not a fruit, it's a result of being fully committed to him. Division comes. But back to this line, I've come to set the earth on fire. What does he want to set on fire? Well, it's you. It's me. It's your heart. It's my heart. He wants to ignite it. With what? His love. Himself. God. He wants to set your heart on fire with his love. Now we might be wondering, so what does that look like? Actually, I think the prophet Jeremiah this evening gives us a pretty good example of what it looks like. Jeremiah, one of the four major Old Testament prophets, they don't like him. We're told that the princes want to put him to death. Do you know why they want to put Jeremiah to death? Well, they accuse him of demoralizing the soldiers. They accuse him of not being interested in their welfare. They say, this guy over here, Jeremiah, 
is demoralizing us and not speaking well. So what do they do? They throw him into a cistern. Everyone, what's the actual crime that Jeremiah committed? He was calling the people of Israel away from idolatry and back to worshiping God. And what do they say? He's demoralizing us. Get rid of him. Because he's calling them back to God. Everyone, what does that look like in our culture? When a prophet might be saying, turn from sin, turn from idolatry, and turn back to the God who created you, who knows you, who loves you. What does our culture want to say? Please cancel him. Please get rid of him. He's demoralizing us. And yet the prophets are always calling us back to God. So back to the greatest prophet, Jesus. He wants to ignite your heart. Now, what's important to remember in Scripture is this image of flame and fire in the New Testament is always connected with baptism and the Holy Spirit. Remember at Pentecost? Tongues as of fire came down and rested upon them to ignite the apostles. That didn't just happen once. That happened when you're baptized, when you were confirmed, and it happens any time we ask it to. You know, it's interesting, right? We've been at this long enough that sometimes the heart grows cold, doesn't it? Sometimes God seems distant. Sometimes the heart feels tired, a little worn out. And we go, what am I supposed to do? The most simple thing we can do in that moment, even though God is not far, he is near. Even though the flame feels out, but it's not. The simplest thing we can do when those things occur in the heart is to simply beg God to come. That's it. Come, Holy Spirit. My heart has grown cold. Come, Holy Spirit. God, you feel far. So wherever we're at this evening, I think the most simple prayer we can pray is that. Come, Holy Spirit.